they thought to write my autobiography came and it came in two, 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 two sides. The first is to do a biography, which of course would imply that people will write for me. And then the second one is to write for myself and do an autobiography. But on conviction, I believe very solidly that I'm a journalist by profession, I'm an academic, I'm a politician, I am whatever you think I am. My book says it all. So is it going to be for academic laziness or lack of time? Or what would have been the excuse for me to ask people to be doing my autobiography when I can put pen on paper? So I decided to dedicate my time. And it must also interest you to know that as small as the book is, as voluminous as the book is, as concise and definite as the book is, I spent only 23 days, I think 23 or 32 days, day and night writing the book by myself. And I must acknowledge that, yes, I had support of people who were on the secretariat for me, who were putting my thoughts as I was you know, reflecting on them. And then I went to archives to look at some of my you know, documents and I put the book together. Because then I was rushing to meet, of course, the deadline for my 6th birthday. But because the birthday did not come at that time, it availed me the opportunity of expanding my horizon in terms of the quality of the, of the book. That gave me a long time of time to really look at the book more critically. And what have I done in the autobiography? What I've done simply is to look at my early life. And if you look at the book itself, all the chapterization were done on prose. I'm also a small poet in my own little way. I, I can't forget my early days growing up, how much I started representing my college from form three in literary and debating society and how I represented the college all throughout. And I remember how much I've been on television in, the, in my early years, reciting poems and poets, or, you know, doing all of those ones on television. So the book, the chapter edition were quite poetic. Let me start from the topic of the book itself. It says on the third, the pendulum swings on. It's more philosophical. It goes beyond talking about my, my autobiography alone. It talks about nation, the nation itself. It talks about individual determination to propel in spite of all challenges. It reflects on the challenges I face in life. I was born into a polygamous family. We're about 30 in the family. And I was I am number three in the in, in the hierarchy of the family setup. So I wasn't born with a silver spoon. I was born into a very competitive polygamous house. I had to face challenge of having to excel among my colleagues or my, 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 my brothers and sisters. So I prepared life. I saw life as a life that, like a philosopher said, it is not a sin to be born poor, but it is a sin to remain poor. If my parents were not rich and if we were not the affluent, I was born to a police officer who retired as a sergeant with the enormity of coping with almost about 30 children. So it means education became very competitive. Yes, but glory be to God, he gave all of us secondary education. But after secondary education, you are on your own. So the book reflects on my early life. It reflects on my schooling days. 
how well I was in the boarding house for five years, how I was put in a remote place then called Nazareth High School in Mecca, now in Yewan North, or in Yewan now, which was used to, which used to be called, called the Egbado, the, the you know, that time. And then it was a village, no light, no water. You've got to wake up as early as 5 a.m. and trek about five kilometers to the brook called uh, Udo Ogun to fetch water because you've got to go there and bath and then you fetch a bucket of water to be used to cook the food and to be, to be presented to the house masters. So that was my journey through and through on early morning every day of life for five years. But in spite of all of this, it was quite, I remained unperturbed. I faced the challenges. And then my growing ups, my challenges in student unionism. I was president of the student union and I was one of those who fought tirelessly the military to pass. I worked with the likes of, uh, of uh, Lanry Arubundade. I was the one coordinating the entire Southwest for NAMS, for National Association of Nigerian Students. I moved from everywhere of the part of the country, trying to solicit support, trying to fight the military junta, and trying to ensure that we're through democracy. Of course, I did all of those ones. My university education, I also played my little role. You know, I was in the alumni association of the university. I was pioneer secretary general of the association of Lagos State University alumni association. I moved on to become president of the same association. And then later on in life, during my MBA class, like I just said, I was conscripted as it were to run for the you know, presidency. And I told them when they finally got me persuaded to run, and I said, I will only run for presidency on one condition, on the fact that nobody's running against me because it's an unsolicited, you know, uh, whatever. And everybody said they were not going to run against me and everybody down tools. And I said, I will run the campaign as if I'm running like running a campaign and election with like 100 people. And I did that. I did all that was necessary for the campaigns, printed all the materials, and we ran a very campaign as if we are running against so many people. And then I became president of the, you know, Lagos State uh, uh, University, uh, the, the, the MBA class. And then we did a little bit, but I, one remarkable thing I must mention is that, and I'm surprised that today the, the, the La Sumba is getting in touch with me every day that we need to come and repaint, to come and paint the school, the, 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 the complex that houses the MBA class, the school. And I said to myself, I single-handedly repainted the entire building when I was president of the, the MBA class, because I saw that I was dilapidated. It's so, 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 so sad that ever since then, no single thing has been put on the world. So, and then I get on to talk about my, so much about my political career. I have been, my, my career in lecturing, I, I, I once lectured at Lagos State Polytechnic as a full-time lecturer. And from there on, I was called to serve the Lagos State Government, the cabinet. I have served in the cabinet of Lagos State for about six and a half years. And I've also served as head of parastatus. I pioneered and led the waterways rejuvenization in the Lagos Ferry Services. I was 
responsible for procuring the five first five world class ferries for Lagos State Government. And today the ferries are running. And I commend my successor who has also improved from where the, the, the where I stopped. I have served the state and then have not left my pursuit for academic excellence. I went and on every little time I have, I have to improve myself. I've just completed an 18 month course in the Nigerian Institute of Journalism, trying to also see what you do in the journalistic world. Ladies and gentlemen, I could go on and on, but then it's like exposing all, you know, all that is in the book and they have, have been constructed for a PhD program as I speak now. So I'm also going to be doing a PhD program on public administration. So it means that I, 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 I'm just quite unperturbed. I'm undeterred. I allow the pendulum to swing up. Thank you.